0: Hey guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. I hope that your day's going great. I hope that your week's going great. And I hope that you're gearing up for the weekend up ahead. Let's get through the rest of the week together, starting off with this podcast episode. What's new with me? Not a whole lot, just some things to share from last weekend. I know I'm sorry, not that much exciting happened during the week, but the weekends, you guys, I usually always have something to share from those. So like I told you guys on last week's episode, we were going to make an Italian dinner and that is exactly what we did. Some seafood pasta. It ended up being more seafood than Italian, I feel like, actually, because we also had lobster tails on the side. Incredibly fancy for us. We don't cook that often. But I guess when we do, we go all out. It was very nice. We had a cheese and meat board to start some nice wine, we had music playing on the background when we were making the food, candles were lit, just overall a really nice vibe. And I would encourage all of you, make a really nice meal at home, either just for you or for you and a friend, you and a significant other. It's so much fun and kind of rewarding. I will say I hate the cleanup. That's the thing that I hate about cooking the most. But for this weekend, I felt like it was very worthwhile. Other than that, we had one of the laziest Sundays that we've had in a long long time and I was obsessed with it. All day, we sat around, watched movies, did nothing. And I feel like that's something that I just needed, I wanted. Also, it was not very nice outside, very gloomy, it didn't make me want to go outside so it was perfect that I also didn't really want to go outside. Don't you just love that when the weather perfectly aligns with your mood? It's something special, it really is. That's really all that's new with me. I will say I did make some purchases this past week for Amazon Prime Day that happened last week, but I will fill you in on those a little bit later in this episode. But before we do that, let's get right into what's hot this week. First up, something that came out last week, but I didn't talk about it because, you guys, sometimes I record before the news comes out, and that's just the way it works with the scheduling, so I can't always do things up to date, but I try to do it as best I can. But for this, last week, the Emmy nominations came out. They came out after I recorded the episode, so I thought that I would just give very high-level opinions that I have about some of the categories not a lot at all I just wanted to share some initial thoughts and then if you guys want to see the full list of nominations you can go on Emmys.com and I'm almost positive that we will discuss the winners after the Emmys are live on tv. So for just some of my initial thoughts I was so glad that Euphoria was nominated for so many things as you guys know if you listen to this podcast regularly I had been watching it religiously like the rest of the world and like I have stated, I have mixed feelings about it in general, but the show is captivating, beyond entertaining, and I was looking forward to each episode every single week. So from a consumer standpoint, I am completely on board for me to watch it personally. For all ages to watch, definitely in question, but hey, not every show is for every age and for everybody. We all have different tastes, but I was happy to see the name Euphoria across many of the nominations. Speaking of that, of course, I have said this before too, but I love Zendaya, so happy that she was nominated. Also, very happy for Sydney Sweeney. She was nominated for two different categories in both of her shows, Supporting Actress in a Drama Series for Euphoria. And Supporting Actress in a Limited Series or Movie for The White Lotus. Which, by the way, I completely forgot about that show. And I loved it so much. It was so entertaining. Speaking of the Supportive Actress category, all but one nominees in that category are for The White Lotus. Crazy. And of course, among them, Jennifer Coolidge was my personal favorite. I'm pretty sure the song in that show also got nominated, the one that rolls through the credits, which I hope that that wins. I love that song, and I feel like it completely goes with the vibe of the entire show. Succession also had some nominations out there, another one of my favorites. Another interesting nomination, which I think actually is a really good nomination, Amanda Seyfried got nominated for The Dropout for lead actress in a limited or anthology series. Of course, Ted Lasso got nominated again and again, well-deserved. Some other ones that I saw popping up a lot, of course, Squid Game, which I still have to see, you guys. I'm honestly embarrassed at this point that I haven't watched it, but I just feel like it's a little bit scary and I don't know that I'm prepared. I know that it's actually not, like I would be totally fine, but I don't know. I just have not been in the mood yet for that show. Maybe soon, maybe before the Emmys this year. And then just the last thing that I'll say about the Emmy is something that I find incredibly interesting. So I googled it, so I thought I would share it with you guys. I wanted to know which streaming platform had the most nominations this year. So Vogue.com had just that answer for me. And that answer is... HBO and HBO Max scooped the most nominations this year, racking up 140 in total, while Netflix only received 105. Hulu also made serious gains with 58 nods, more than double its total in 2021, while Apple TV Plus got 52. So there you go. Thank you, Vogue, for providing that information. If you guys care at all about the streaming wars, and I guess if you care at all about Emmy nominations and you think that that equates to who's winning the streaming wars, then I guess HBO and HBO Max is the current answer. Although I don't really know if it's just award shows that would determine that. I feel like it's also views, public opinion, retention rate, so many other things. But I guess this is one of many factors to consider. Like I said, if you guys want to see all the Emmy nominations, I would go to Emmys.com. It's kind of just fun to see who's going to be up against who this year and how many of those shows you've actually watched. Because in my opinion, if you've watched the show, you feel like you have way more stake in the game. Alright you guys, speaking of the streaming platform that has the most Emmy nominations, HBO has a new show coming out. So that's our kind of second What's Hot story. It's very short. I just want to tell you guys about this show. Because it seems like one that I would also be interested in. According to E! Online watch the sizzling first trailer for the upcoming HBO series, The Idol, starring The Weeknd and Lily Rose Depp. He and Euphoria's Sam Levinson are among its creators. The tagline for the upcoming six-episode HBO series, The Idol, is sleaziest love story in all of Hollywood. The first trailer was released online on July 17th, A day after it was first screened during the singer's concert at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, one of his first shows on his After Hours Till Dawn tour. In The Idol, Lily Rose plays a rising pop star named Jocelyn, while The Weeknd portrays a self-help guru and cult leader. In the trailer, they are seen getting intimate in a recording studio and also cuddle up while driving in a vintage convertible. This marks the first TV role for Lily Rose, also known as a singer, model, and the daughter of Johnny Depp. The Weeknd makes his official acting debut in the series, which he co-created with Euphoria creator Sam Levinson and Reza Fahim. This show, this news is so interesting for so many reasons to me. First of all, The Weeknd, acting, not something that I would have thought for him, but incredibly excited about this. Also, Lily Rose acting, this is going to be so good in my opinion. Even if the show isn't premium, to see these two stars act, I'm excited about it for sure. Also, the fact that Sam Levinson is involved, sign me up, I was just talking to you guys about my love for euphoria. This show makes perfect sense for me to watch, so I figured maybe you guys would want to check it out too. And I actually hadn't even heard of it until I saw that the trailer was out. The trailer enticed me. I would encourage you guys to go check it out for yourself if any of this information sounds the slightest bit interesting to you. I have been looking for a release date for the actual show. No word on that yet. So of course, they tease the trailer out to us without knowing exactly when we're going to be able to watch it. Unfortunate, but definitely keeps me wanting more. They know what they're doing over there. Alright guys, and last up for what's hot, one more story, one that I am personally incredibly excited about, and you'll understand why. According to hypebay.com, the Devil Wears Prada musical lands in Chicago. That right there alone probably gives you all the information you need. It's in Chicago, so I'll be able to see it very easily. And the Devil Wears Prada Come on, you guys, we're fashion people over here. We love it. We love that movie. Iconic. Do I have some reservations if it's going to be at all as good as the movie? Of course I do. I feel like you can't watch the musical, though, thinking that it's going to be just like the movie. You kind of have to view them as separate things to get full enjoyment out of both. It's kind of like reading the book before you see the movie. The book's not going to be the same as the movie. The movie's not going to be the same as the book. So you just have to think, a musical is coming out that's going to be about fashion, it's going to have drama, it's going to have love, it's going to have fabulosity. So even if it wasn't tied to this groundbreaking title, The Devil Wears Prada, I think I would still want to see it. So that's how I'm choosing to think about it. Here's some more information for you guys. The musical version of The Devil Wears Prada, originally starring Anne Hathaway and Meryl Streep, is finally arriving. The stage adaptation of the iconic 2006 title was initially scheduled to launch in 2020, but was pushed back due to the pandemic. Following the original storyline, the musical will follow Andy Sachs, an aspiring journalist who ends up working for a fashion magazine under Miranda Priestly. Written by Kate Weatherhead, directed by Anna D. Shapiro, and choreographed by James Alsop, The Devil Wears Prada The Musical features a full soundtrack created by Elton John. Very fun fact. Beth Levell will be playing Priestley, while Taylor Iman Jones will play sax on stage. The Devil Wears Prada The Musical will be live in Chicago at the James M. Nederland Theater from July 19th, so it's already out, to August 21st so exciting i'm really gonna try to see it and if i do of course i will give you guys the rundown of the show tell you if i like it let you know if it's worth coming all the way to chicago for depending on where you are of course maybe you live in chicago in which case let's see it together all right guys that's it for what's hot this week now let's get right into what's good like i mentioned in the what's new section i made some purchases because of Prime Day. And I just have to say, I feel like I always end up buying things that are not on the Prime Day sale on Prime Day. Because I don't know if you guys experienced this, but most of the things that I would buy are not on the sale. I feel like they have expanded it a lot over the years and there is way more. But a lot of times I go on Amazon, I'm like, oh, maybe I could get this since it's Prime Day. I look it up, not on the sale. So then I end up either buying a dupe for it or I just spend money that I probably wouldn't have spent on those particular days. It's fine. I did get some sales. I also got some non-sales. So I'm just going to share all the purchases I made over those two days, which by the way, we call it prime day, but it's really prime days. It's two days now, not just one which I'm really not complaining about because I feel like I can't decide in one day everything that I want. I feel like I really need that second day to actually purchase. Like day one is add to cart, day two is make the purchase. Anyone else operate that way? Sometimes it takes me quite a while to commit to that. Anyways, the things that I did end up getting, my first purchase, something that I buy pretty regularly that did happen to be on the sale, was my protein powder. Not very exciting, but I thought I would share with you guys in case you're looking for a protein powder. I'm not a doctor, obviously. I'm not sure what you guys are trying to achieve with your protein, but this is a protein powder that I personally really like that I actually think that I've recommended to you guys before, but just in case I haven't, it is called the Orgain Organic Protein. It's a plant-based protein. It's vegan, even though I'm not, but I appreciate that it is, and it's 21 grams of protein, and i usually get the vanilla flavor but because it was almost 50 percent off on prime day i got vanilla and chocolate i've had them both before i still like vanilla better but i wanted the option you know so that was purchase number one purchase number two another thing that i know i have talked to you guys about before and these are the celsius energy drinks i got them in the flavor grape rush which I feel like that is the most underrated Celsius flavor. They have so many fun flavors, a lot combining a bunch of different fruits. But the thing about the grape flavor is that it is so incredibly refreshing. And I feel like it's one that I don't get sick of. Like sometimes more of the fun ones, I'm like, uh, I don't really feel in the mood to have that today. This one is just easy. I know if I pick it up, I'm not gonna be mad at it. It gets the job done. And I've told you guys this before, but I love Celsius as an energy drink. I feel like they actually work. But I will say, don't have too many. Your caffeine levels will be so high and you will probably get jittery throughout the day. Honestly, I usually only have like half a can. So fair warning. Alright, and my next purchase, one that was not on the sale... But I ended up buying it because I bought the protein powder. And while I can make a shake with just water and protein powder, it's not that good. But what is good is when you make an actual shake. Protein powder, banana, peanut butter, maybe some strawberries, blueberries, whatever you want in there, okay? But you can't do that if you don't have anything to make the shake in. I didn't. I've been living here in Chicago without anything to make shakes and it has been pretty tough. I don't know why I haven't just bought one. They're not ridiculously expensive. There are some ones that are pretty reasonable, some that I do think are a little bit overpriced, but you can find one that's under $100 that comes with cups that specifically fit in the shaker. And that's what I found, and that's what I bought. And I feel very confident recommending this to you guys because this is the one that I have at home in Minnesota. So I just bought that one. I don't know if it's the best on the market or anything like that, but it definitely works for me. Definitely gets the job done. It is the Magic Bullet on Amazon. It's a little over $60, which I feel like is a pretty good deal. Again, like I said, it comes with cups and it also comes with different tops for them. Very useful, very easy to use, pretty easy to clean, which is key for these things. So even though it was not on sale for Prime Day, I thought, you know what? I might as well bite the bullet, no pun intended. Again, it's called the magic bullet, and go through with the purchase. So I don't just have protein powder sitting at home, but can actually make something of it. All right, guys, and the last purchase that I made on Amazon Prime Days is a hair tool. It is from the brand Fairy Brave. It is a three barrel curling iron wand. And it's a triple hair waver and crimper for beach waves. And I got it in the color pink. It's very cute. This is one I will say I was looking for this product in a different brand and that wasn't on the Prime Day sale. So I found this one instead. It had pretty good reviews. It was an unbeatable price. I think I got it for like 20 bucks. I've used it and I really like it, you guys. It actually does give that beach wave look. I know that there are so many brands out there so many ones that you can try this one's worked for me the packaging was also really nice it came with two pink clips to put in your hair to help for styling it also came with a rubber mat that you can put the tool on if you don't want to like burn your countertops it also came with a pink glove to protect your hands while you're curling all things that i honestly did not know were going to be in the box when it arrived but they were and I was very impressed. Right now for Amazon Prime members, it's still under $30 and it's listed price is a little under 60. So still a deal going on for this one. So if you wanna get it, no time like the present. Those were all of my Amazon Prime Day purchases. Not a lot, but honestly, thank goodness because there are some purchases that I really wanna make in the upcoming days that of course you guys will hear about. But because of that, I can't spend all my money on Amazon Prime Day. We gotta save as best we can. Even though that's it for the purchases, we're not quite done with what's good. You guys know the drill. Your songs for the week. Two this week. One, Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa by Phineas. This song, you guys, it came out last Friday. It's so good. It's so catchy. And... Claudia Saluski, who is Phineas's girlfriend and also a YouTuber, a content creator, and an actor, she directed, filmed, and edited the music video for this. It's so good. It features both of them, showcases their love story. Incredibly adorable. I think I've watched it like five times now. One because I love the music, and two because I love the video. These two, I swear, are such a dynamic duo. I love them both, and I love them together. The next song, in honor of this episode, being episode 99. Not sure if you guys caught that, but we are indeed on episode 99, one away from 100. I cannot believe it, truly. But in honor of this being the 99th episode... And probably based on the title, you can gather that this song was going to be included. 99 Red Balloons by Nena. It is going to be the English version, but if you guys want to hear the original, that's definitely out there too, and very good as well. These two songs, as always, you can find them on our playlist, typically peachy, what's good on Spotify. Okay, guys, now let's round out this episode with need-to-know basis. And let me just go in and tie in that last song that I recommended and the title of this episode and make it all make sense. I was thinking about the fact that this is number 99. And that, of course, led me to think about that song, right? And I was listening to it over and over again. I was listening in-depth to the lyrics, and there's a lot there, a lot to uncover. But one thing that really stood out that I wanted to talk about today was the idea of lost dreams. In this song, she's talking about releasing these balloons, and they represent all of the lost dreams. And that really got me thinking about how many lost dreams there are in the world. Not just you, not just me, every single person in this world I feel like I can guarantee that they have once dreamt of something and didn't act on it or they acted on it and then life got in the way and then their dream became lost over time and over responsibilities and over other priorities and of course you guys know me I'm a pretty sentimental person so thinking about the fact that I am on 99 this week in episodes that next week is a pretty big week for you, for me, for all of us here in the Typically Peachy community. 99, to me, feels like one step away from a dream. It feels like we're so close to something. And it almost, to me, kind of feels like the impasse of whether you continue on in your dreams or you let it stay at 99. You drop it off right there the dream still has the potential to be lost. And that's not to say that episode 100 is the dream for me. It's not the goal. But it's a goal for sure. When I got to 50 episodes, I titled that episode halfway to 100. That means to me, and I put it out there into the world, that I was gonna make it to 100. So I just feel right now in my sentimental ways that I'm so close to that one dream. And thinking about this song, thinking about this prospect of lost dreams, I was thinking about how we can potentially change that 99 to 100. How we can possibly get those dreams to become a reality. And at the very least, to ensure that we don't stop dreaming. Because I feel like that sometimes is the saddest part. It's not just that dreams are lost, it's that I feel like it discourages new dreams to start. That's definitely a fear of mine, the discouragement of a lost dream. But then I'm also understanding of the reality that dreams are, for the most part, going to be lost. And that's okay. There shouldn't necessarily be no lost dreams, but I think that we can be a little bit more selective about which dreams we let go of, I know I'm only in my mid-20s and the sacrifices that I've made up into this point of my life are quite frankly pretty minimal compared to some other people at my age but also compared to the large majority of people above my age, those that have families and other responsibilities that are not just providing for themselves or trying to make it in this world and only defending for one. So while it may be that at this point of my life I'm still a dreamer because I haven't been discouraged by life to not be one, I think we all, no matter what age, what point in life, what sacrifices we have to make, what things we do have to prioritize, should still try our absolute best to hold on to some of those balloons and to hold on tight. And I sincerely hope that when every other obstacle is in my way, that when I have so many more things to think about than just dreaming of the next thing or dreaming to get to 100 from 99, I hope that I still remember to take my own advice right now. Because if you don't prioritize any of your own wants, any of your own needs, any of your own dreams, what's going to inspire people that look up to you that you take care of, that you provide for, that you lift their dreams up, what's going to inspire them to dream big? We all have to practice what we preach a little bit. Dreams are important not just for the concept of them, but also because they give you purpose outside of normal responsibilities. They give you something to strive for, to motivate you, to get you to that next step And maybe that dream that was initially there reforms itself a million different ways and somehow you end up in a different kind of dream that you wouldn't even know would be a possibility if you hadn't allowed yourself to dream that initial dream. Dreams can reshape and reform themselves, but they should still always be there. You can let go of 99 red balloons, but make sure to hold on to one. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. Hold on to your balloon. Hold on tight. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends.